0: I can't even feel without being labeled angry and bitter Alone I sit crying rivers the pain and hurt I feel suppressing it deep Don't want the cycle to repeat I just really won't release Self-worthiness, love, and peace I understand, have a seat Welcome to the Breakup Club Yeah, the Breakup Club Yeah, the Breakup Club Welcome to the Breakup Club Yeah, the Breakup Club Yeah, Yeah, the Breakup Club Welcome to the Breakup Club Podcast with your host, breakup and self-love coach,
1: Dan Ross. So before I get into today's episode, do your girl a favor and subscribe to the Breakup Club Podcast. Learn how to stop repetitive relationship cycle that ends in heartbreak how to protect your precious heart without closing it off to love completely, and how to transform pain into your inner greatness. Let's begin. So today's episode, I have a lovely guest by the name of Kayla. Hey, Kayla, how are you? Hey, how are you I'm awesome. Okay, so Kayla, I am going to be interviewing you so you can determine if you are in a comic relationship. So the questions I'm going to ask you will determine or help you define if there's any repetitive patterns or behaviors that compromise your personal power. So you ready? Yes. Okay, awesome. First, I need to define a comic relationship. Have you ever heard of comic relationship? Yes, I've heard of them. Okay, it's basically the concept of a relationship that in your past life or in your past relationship, you fail to learn a lesson. So it becomes a cycle where you will continue, not you per se, but people will continue to run into the same types of people toxic, dysfunctional people until they break the cycle. And the only way to break it is to heal from it. Oh, so I am not going to tell you if you're in a comic relationship, but based on the questions that I'm going to ask you at the end, you can determine if you are in one. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so before I get into the sign, I have my notes here, but before I get into the signs, Tell me currently where you at in your relationship.
0: Okay. Um, Currently, we are broken up and going no contact or trying to go no contact.
1: Okay. So you said, okay, so you guys broke up. Mm -hmm. And you say we're trying for no contact. So is it the breakup and makeup?
0: Yeah. So that's been our relationship. Um, Somehow this time is like the end. So it's, we're just trying to properly just go no contact with it. Um, it's difficult because we were in a breakup to make up relationship that nice. it's just like, okay, so is this the last time? Is this the last time? Is this? So that, it, I know it's the last time. So okay. it's just getting on board. Well, everyone else getting on board yes. <laughs> with yes. it the last time.
1: Yes. No, trust me, I completely... Um, completely understand, because you heard my story on the episode one of, you know, I I don't think I talked about that part, but, you know, I went back and forth seven times until it got destructive. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Okay, so when you first met this gentleman, describe the instant connection you had with him or between the both of you
0: um between the both of us literally it's like and it sounds so cliche i know but it's like i knew him forever i promise you it was just that level of comfort with him Mm -hmm. i don't know if it came from you know prior to us actually meeting we were you know talking texting we were really getting to know each other we were asking those questions we were kind of digging into each other's past like we were really just trying to get to know each other because we kind of prolonged the meeting period because, you know, I had some things going on and I'm just like, ah, I don't really want to meet you yet. But the first time meeting, it's like I knew him, like complete comfort.
1: Wow. Yeah. Do you think you may have like, I don't know if you believe in past life and is do you believe maybe in your past life you probably met him? Yeah,
0: for sure for
1: sure a a couple
0: (laughs) not just one a couple
1: okay all right good (laughs) because this is this is where i'm trying to get to the 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 actual topic of the show right okay so overall before before i get into the sign the last question is how was your life before you met him
0: um i was happy I was very, I was happily single and I loved to use that. I looked for every reason to throw that in there. Like, you single? Yes, happily. I was happily single. I loved me. I enjoyed me,
1: just me. Hmm. It's interesting. It's interesting. So what were you doing? Like, you. Um, so obviously self-love and self-care. What were you doing that when you got in a relationship with him, it kind of stopped?
0: Um, okay. So I'm, I'm like really work driven. So anything to do with work business, I'm in there. And I was like, I had my own hookah business going on. Mm -hmm. I was working. I was a manager. Actually, I was a manager at my job and I kind of like stepped down from that, but I was a manager. So I was just, everything was work with me. It was work, sleep, work, sleep, no, really no personal life, but I was happy with that. That's what made me happy.
1: Okay. 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 Good, good, good. This this is getting good. Was he your
0: first love? I would say yes, because I've never felt this type of, I've never felt this type of love. The intensity. That's yes. what
1: you got used to. Uh, no. Okay. It, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Interesting. <laughs> okay, no.
0: I have loved before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is my first
1: time being in love. Okay. Yes, there's a difference because yeah. you, like you can love your siblings, you right. know, like parents, and family members. But being in love is that's right. different. That's more, you know, intense. Yeah. Sure. So, first- so technically, he was your first, yeah, first man that you were in love with. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm asking these questions because at the end you know, you're going to start to figure things out, right? There's a lot of stuff that you will go through with someone that you love versus someone that you're in love with. Okay. You will tolerate certain things. You will tolerate certain behaviors. But that's where, of course, self-love and um, self-worth and boundaries come into play. But if this is your first love, it's, it's different it is okay so okay I get it now let's go into some of the signs of because you believe that you were actually in a comic relationship okay so the first question is describe some of the red flags that you have noticed but you ignored in the early stage of the of the relationship
0: literally the first day he um he got into a fight with my roommate
1: oh wow
0: (laughs) well my roommate's boyfriend but yeah the first day that we met yeah
1: okay okay all right um red flag number one (laughs) that was the biggest (laughs) okay so okay so what was the reason of the fight briefly? We don't have to go um, into full detail. Well, with me, um,
0: I guess we me and him were having an exchange and it was really loud. Um, so oh, okay yeah, so they kind of came out to like, you know, check what's going
1: on. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, okay. From- so okay, so y'all had beef just they started fighting physically or yeah, it was really oh. intense. Um
0: it was an all out like fist fight. Um so it A lot. It was bad. Literally, if there could be a red flag, it would be the biggest of them all. (laughs) Um, Okay. Okay. But I'm yeah, so yeah. (laughs) It was it, it was bad.
1: Okay. All right. Good. Now, how soon in the relationship did you well, the issue started in the relationship? Like how soon? So you said the first day was the red flag he was fighting with your roommate's boyfriend what was what else happened maybe after that that you realized
0: so with our relationship as intense as it was from the very beginning um we also moved really quickly too um he asked me to be his girlfriend really soon so we jumped from you know, getting to know each other, which we were prior to us meeting and everything to just we're in a relationship now. Um, okay. okay. So, you know, I would go over, you know, to his place or where he was at. And um, I noticed um, some things.
1: <laughs> like what?
0: Or is just uh, like, just, you know, how you, you know, a woman knows when you have a man's attention and you also know when it's kind of, elsewhere I should say oh okay intuition um so he was still you know conversating with other females um but again it was so early on so I'm just like okay like I I started making excuses for it like oh okay well it's kind of early on in our relationship you know you can't just expect someone to be faithful so
1: Mm -hmm. yeah was this this after he did did he say he want to be committed yeah he he said that he initiated
0: oh. out of like the milestones within our relationship
1: okay all right but did he did you guys ever discuss what was the um what's the word the the stipulations
0: so yeah, we um we talked about that as well. Um, We said that we were monogamous. So uh, with us being in a oh, relationship.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, <laughs> enough said. Okay, I- enough yeah. said. Yeah, enough <laughs> said. Okay. Yeah, so- I like that to be understood because people get confused. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, there are some people who say, hey, can you be my girl? And, you know, we have this perception that it's going to be monogamous. It's going to be just, you know, you and him and no one else needs to be involved, but some men they won't they they let's just say they leave certain things out. Right. Right. Cause some think they're, you know, they think they're slick, but um but yeah, th- yeah, I, I totally get it. As long as you both had this agreement that it was going to be exclusive right okay do you think your relationship was a even give and take or do you feel it was a lack of reciprocity on either side
0: okay um definitely the lack um
1: who was given more
0: and okay, let me answer that because um, a lot of times I want to say this because he's not completely guilty solely on his own in our breakup. there there are ways in which I lacked as well. Um, definitely, the lacking came from me. It became a nagging situation, but it was, okay, you're not being completely honest and if you can't be honest, I don't I can't give you what you want from me. Because you can't even be honest with me, someone that, you know, you lay down with every night. So I, I, I started lacking on my part to make the relationship work, which in turn created a hostile environment.
1: Wait, wait, and- wait, 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 hold on. How were you lacking if you was communicating to him that your relationship should have been exclusive and you was... It, it seems like you mentioned to him a number of times how was how were you lacking in that point Are you talking about the nagging point like so with the nagging and everything else, um, I don't think that's nagging but, I don't think that's nagging
0: I think I it's nagging because if I have to ask you or talk to you more than three times about something i'm I feel like I'm nagging
1: okay. <laughs> i feel like
0: I'm being i'm being
1: a bother or i'm being you know annoying no you're not <laughs> okay because <laughs> obviously you had a lot of patience to repeat yourself <laughs> i did a, no- a number of times right yeah. so in the relationship relationship, do you feel like you were given more than receiving from him just in general yeah D- describe your communication style as a couple
0: Um, a lot of the times I would want to communicate or talk about things in the height and the emotion of it. And a lot of the times that wasn't like the greatest idea because I'm emotional and I'm like really just high on whatever emotion I'm feeling in that moment Mm -hmm. to state how I want. And he would just run away. Like, I can't do this right now. Let's talk about it later.
1: Okay. All right. So he was avoided. Yeah. Okay. And I, I don't I don't know. I just have this um this message that just came that you know I as an empath, I believe that you are empath. I and am. usually the empath would attract avoidance. It's really difficult. Because you, you're still young and you got so many years to go through life and have a relationship but in my personal experience because I got years um it's I always seem to attract the opposite right so because I feel deeply it was hard for me to attract a man who felt deeply as well
0: right. he was
1: always the opposite he was devoid and he was the one who was just like do we have to talk about this and and I'm up all night because it's like, I don't understand why we can't talk about this. And blah, blah, blah. So I get what you're saying. Because at the end, they were used, at the end of the day, they were saying, why are you nagging me? Because yeah. it's like, I we still didn't get a resolution based on whatever issue or problem that we have. Wow. So, but don't call it nagging because you done your part to make sure that you express your feelings about how, things are going on in the relationship so it's actions and words he said one thing but it seems like it his action was totally different right okay don't call that nagging okay because too many of us they feel too many black women feel that if we don't express our feelings and and talk to the the person that we love that we're nagging so yeah
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay program in my mind i know i know
1: i know know. (laughs) okay so were there any addictive behaviors in your relationships and if so what type um i was really codependent
0: on him hmm. yeah to the point that I was unhealthy
1: oh so you needed him to build you up in what way was it mental physical emotional needs what were you so dependent on him for security oh, okay I
0: needed security for him because as our relationship progressed and, you know, things started to get a little worse. Like it's just as far as with the cheating, um, I needed more and more security. So if we live together too, which is like even crazier, that's how I know it was unhealthy because I would be at work. And if I don't get a text back from you, what are you doing? I need a text back. I need to know, like, you see my text, that you're not busy doing something else. Like I just needed, I, I needed to hear from him.
1: Okay. Okay. And
0: it, it goes the same as me calling. Yeah. I just, I needed to.
1: Have you ever lived alone? Never. Okay. So you had the roommate that you mentioned, but you never did it all by yourself. Had a apartment, had all the bills and your name and for, okay. Okay. Never. Okay. How often were you and your ex fighting? often okay is it in a form of an argument or was it form of physical both both okay yeah. and when you say often let's say seven days out of the week how many days a week roughly once or twice okay that's still a lot but okay
0: an irritation because those happen to like silent treatment so it'd be like, oh, I come in and I I don't want to talk to you today. That to me is a fight. That's an argument. Like a silent one, but it's an
1: argument. But silent treatments, you know, little people little do people know silent treatment is also a form of manipulation. Mm. And that was something that my first husband and the gentleman that I was dating before the last breakup, he did that for two days. And people don't realize that it's technically an emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. Um, so when you think about, when you have your good days with him, and you think about the love you have for him, you think about the future with him, what fears comes up to the surface? That he just be gone one day. So the fear of abandonment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you mentioned that he was cheating a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you also had a fear of rejection?
0: Yeah, for sure, and it definitely made me insecure.
1: Okay. When you was with him, when y'all was living together, how did you feel like at that moment just being with him? Like how did you feel when he was in your presence?
0: He got on my whole nerve. Okay. Um, like I said, we broke up and got back together. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times the tense emotions that I felt for him. Toward the end when we were breaking up to makeup, um, I missed him and I felt like I loved him more when we weren't physically together. But when he was in my presence and we were in each other's presence, he got on my nerves, my last
1: nerve. So this is interesting because this is very common for those who are in comic relationship. You hate each other's guts but when you're apart you would think oh you feel better and you may feel better because I've I've been in a situation where you know I went my separate ways and I was like oh I just feel like a load lifted off of me and then a week would go by then now I'm thinking about you know maybe he was supposed to be maybe we're supposed to work things out because maybe he's special hmm. maybe our lives supposed Host to go through this to teach me something but to teach me how to love him better right so mm-hmm. sometimes being in a comic relationship it, it makes us feel like we owe something or we feel obligated or there's some type of unfinished business so back to when you was mentioned that yeah, when you're together, you can see each other. But when you was apart, why did you feel like you had to go back or try again? I felt like he needed me
0: in a way. Um, and, a, and in a sense, he did. Um,
1: in what way did he need you? Do you know?
0: I don't know for sure what way. I have my ideas. Um, but I feel like I'm not ready to unpack that yet because that's probably gonna hurt a little more than the fact of me saying just that he
1: needed me. Okay. But you gotta know why he needed you. So okay. So this is the this is I I know I know, and I know this is hard, but this is the part that you do need to talk about right so like I said you don't have to go into a lot of detail so here's a question and within a couple hours or maybe a day or two is this something that he asks of you yeah okay would you mind sharing what he asked you the couple of times that he has um, your guys broke up, got back together.
0: A lot of it's, uh, monetary for
1: sure. Okay. okay. For sure. And do you give? I do. I do. Why? Um, why, do you, why do you, why do you get, why do you feel like you have to give?
0: Because, um, one, I've, I've done it so long. Um, two, I just would never want to see him in a really messed up situation.
1: Okay. If I can help, I, I wouldn't want that for him. So you give, he receives, you're fighting again, you break up, he close you again. Can we talk about this? You come over there. I see
0: what you're doing there.
1: Sweet loves, sweet kisses, acts again. You give it to him, you break up again, that's a pattern, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not every time. No, I know. I know. <laughs> but if it happens one at once, you have to pay attention to that. Right. Because I know what it feels like to be used financially. Okay, next question. Does he bring out the worst in you? He can to what extent um where it's physical meaning that you would be physical to him yeah okay in what way do you think this relationship had compromised your self-worth and self-respect the moment I put my hands on him in past relationships or somewhere in childhood childhood have you been like that yeah honestly yeah um okay
0: yeah, childhood for sure. Like, I was a fighter. I always fought. And it was crazy because I was the littlest and always the youngest. And people, like, always felt like they wanted to protect me. But I'm like, no, I got this. Like, I wanted to fight. You look at me crazy. I'm fighting you. You say, oh, what you said? You say so. Oh, I'm fighting you. Like, you know,
1: you know oh, what they say the littlest one of the feistiest.
0: For real. And I, I was. And it was just like, i did not want to be that person anymore like i did so much work not to be that person and mm-hmm. it's that my person brought that out of me well maybe
1: he was in your life to teach you the lesson to break that habit or cycle yeah. that's been going on since childhood
0: yeah yeah
1: We have a winner. (laughs) You mentioned that there was a pattern of the breakup and the makeups. And, you know, why do you feel was so difficult to end it completely?
0: Oh, because I loved him, like, completely. You couldn't tell me nothing about that man. Like, nothing. Nothing. Nobody. I lost friends. I lost a lot of people. And you could not tell me nothing about him. So, okay, you mentioned you lost friends. I lost all of my friends. Which is where that codependency came from. I didn't have anybody else. I'm trying to heal Miss Nan, honestly. And I'm going to be as honest as I can. I'm not placing no blame. I don't want to. Um, I want to heal. Like, I really wholeheartedly want to move on from him. I do. I love him. But I I want to move on. I want to be better. Like, it feels... I feel like crap. And I just want to feel good again. Yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah. I totally, I totally get. Okay, so you said you love him. Okay. And 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 I don't doubt that. You know? Do you think your actions, good, good intention actions, right? Do you think it was based on love? Or do you think it was aligned with fear? At first it was definitely love. Um
0: towards the end of course um and i i'm I'm saying this all with hindsight because it's like looking back like towards the end like yeah Yeah. it definitely was out of fear like i was trying to hold on to him like even Mm -hmm. though he was the one that was like doing some pretty messed up stuff yeah i was still like i'm trying to make this work why don't you love me enough to make this work like i'm fighting for us why are you not fighting for us
1: do you still feel attached to him um, I do. Okay. Just every, every day is different, though. Every day. Right. Do you feel that there's unfinished business between you and him? Yes, I do. In my past relationship, I felt like I had to keep going back and forth to my son's, you know, my husband at the time. Because he was my son's father. So I felt obligated as a mother, and as even as a wife, to go and try to make the relationship work, regardless of all the toxicity, and dysfunctional actions and behaviors. So is there anything that you feel obligated, or there's some unfinished business in this relationship?
0: I feel like um, in our relationship there were times where he felt like I wasn't honest, and it were it was things that I felt like were personal that I didn't really need to tell him. Um, that he ended up finding out, and it was just like it wasn't anything that hurt our relationship. It's just the mm-hmm. fact that I just never discussed it with him, and or he wasn't ready.
1: So you, you just wasn't ready,
0: right? Okay. And um, I feel like the obligation comes from. Because we would get into fights about that particular subject of me not, you know, bringing things to him. That there was a situation that occurred that I don't know if even talking to him about it, it's not going to change. It's not in my world. It's not going to change anything.
1: Yeah. Do Do you feel that he was holding secrets?
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he lied a lot. <laughs> For sure. If you're lying, there are definitely secrets.
1: But you was holding the secrets.
0: But they weren't anything that would hurt.
1: It doesn't matter. It doesn't, matter. it and doesn't that, matter.
0: It doesn't matter. And that's what I'm saying. So I was looking at it from my way of, okay, it's not going to hurt us or change anything. It's just how I feel or how it affected me. Um, and he's, he said that's very selfish. And, you know, when you're in a... which. I was very open to understanding, but there would be times I would bring him that same argument and it's okay to keep a
1: secret. If you want to make the relationship to work, and that's one thing, it's about trust, right? right. So having secrets is going to compromise the trust. Correct. Right. So he feels you got a secret. So he got a secret. And you mad because he ain't shared his secret, and he's mad because you didn't share your secret. There's no trust in the relationship. Right. 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 Based on the response to the questions that I've asked, do you feel that you are in a comic relationship? Yes. The
0: sky is blue. (laughs) Okay.
1: Do you feel that you have identified some of the patterns? that affected your relationship you yeah. personally you personally
0: yeah
1: okay what lessons have you learned being in this turbulent relationship lessons or just one takeaway lessons you could do uh, two or three based okay. on what we based on what we talked about the first one the last one we talked about is secrets right right yeah um definitely that
0: for sure that was that was the start yes please thank you
1: (laughs) because secrets are very detrimental they can they
0: they are and I didn't realize they were um until it affected my own relationship so for sure that um definitely taking heed to the red flags for sure okay Um, that definitely would have saved a lot of them, but <laughs> I needed to learn this lesson. <laughs> um, I would, yeah, I would say those two, um, those two are the the biggies. It's, it should be one more. You mentioned it's about...
1: It's being- the code,
0: yeah, I got to say it. I got moving forward I know that that is not okay that's
1: not okay okay and
0: that will push but anybody. back
1: but back to the codependency right you said it was more you was dependent on him security right mm-hmm. so the lesson you be okay to do this shit on your own that yeah. you cannot rely or depend on anyone to fulfill your financial your physical and your emotional needs and securities. Because securities is huge. Security is just not about finance. It's emotional, security, feeling safe. Mm-hmm. You know, so so yes, we have codependency. The lesson is to, to really believe it. in yourself, right? Right. Also, we talked about you being physical, right? What what is that lesson? don't put your hands on like just don't
0: (laughs) just don't put your hands on nobody like that's crazy
1: okay (laughs) okay good okay good good we made we made really good progress first of all Kayla, i am so proud of you now are you ready to move forward and start work on some of those lessons that you have learned yeah for sure
0: Okay.
1: okay good because I would like to invite you back onto the show. Okay. Because the next show, we will go over some of the accountability steps, the self-reflection steps, that's going to help prevent you to going back into this type of relationship, right? I, I don't want you to go through what you're going through right now. If you have not learned your lessons, you will. Right. And that lesson will going be harder. Then the first one. Oh, no. And you don't (laughs) want to do that, right? Okay, good. Good, good. But I want to thank you. If you can, once this podcast is live, listen to it. Okay? Okay. So that way, I want you to be able to be prepared and having all this information of the patterns and the lessons that you learn, because you will have to bring that into the next show okay okay but i want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode and I, of course i like to thank my lovely guest kayla for being so honest and being um accountable and showing responsibilities so until next time is love happy healing and peace <laughs>
0: peace out <laughs> Bye. <laughs> This concludes this episode of the Breakup Club Podcast with your host, breakup and self-love coach Nan Ross. Be sure to join our private Breakup Club Podcast Facebook group to share your stories and submit your questions.